This is the Kawabui Show. Kawabui is an author, international speaker, and entrepreneur. He started his first business selling music CDs in high school at the age of 16. He then went on and built several businesses. He is the founder of River Design, a marketing company that helps businesses get more exposure online and offline. He has appeared on TV, radio, newspaper, and magazines from around the world. He has written and published several books and created various products. Kawabui is also an international speaker, corporate trainer, and speaks on topics of business, entrepreneurship, motivation, health, marketing, and online business. You could check out his blog site at www.kowa-bui.com. And now, your host, Mr. Kowa Bui. Mr. Kowa Bui. Hey everyone, it's Kwa here, and in this podcast, I am honored to introduce you to a man named Mike Chang. Mike Chang, he is the founder of the awesome Six Pack Shortcuts. So if you remember back in 2000 and maybe 2010-ish, or it was, it was quite a while ago, it was about over, just over 10 years ago, Mike Chang was the 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 OG of um, of YouTube. He, this was way before um, Gary V and and when social media took off. I think it was even before Instagram. But um, there was only very few people that was influencing um, YouTube. And Mike Chang was he was one of the pioneers. He was I don't know whether you remember his ads, but he 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 posed himself. You know, he was shirtless and he had six pack abs and he was selling his six pack abs um, six pack shortcut system. And he was the original guy, and um, he became incredibly successful um, in in you know in founding the company and also selling his program. He made over eight figures in his business, and he grew his company. It was huge. It was absolutely incredible, and um, it actually changed my life as well. I bought the program. I applied it. I was overweight. I went through the program, and I actually did get my abs. So that being said, um, he went through quite a lot. So he, however, after about eight years, he sold the business and then he went on a different type of journey where he, um, I wouldn't say he found, well, he, he found enlightenment, I guess, or he, he went on a spiritual journey and he was able to discover some really incredible insights into the mindset, into spirituality, and also how energy affects your thoughts and your whole body as well. So we spoke for about an hour and 40 minutes in this podcast. And um, this was a very, very in-depth um, type of podcast because we covered a lot about uh, the initial, uh, I mean, I've got my list of questions here, but the, the initial questions that was asked was, it was mostly all about business and so forth. But then we went straight into the spiritual stuff. And, and that's what I love because this part of my chain is more of, this is the, the the spiritual part of Mike Chang where he's he's giving himself authentically to you. He's sharing his his he's actually he's sharing his soul with you and um, he's being really authentic and I was very fortunate to capture him at a time where he is slowly um, introducing himself back to, to the world because he actually went he went quiet for a few years and um, he didn't go on social media. He wasn't on YouTube or anything like that. So I'm really excited to share with you this particular podcast about Mike Chang. And, um, you know, this is this is going to be, this is packed with gold. You're going to learn so much from it. And I really want you to try and um, apply some of the techniques that um, he shares with, shares with you in, in this podcast. So, so without further ado, um, I bring you Mike Chang. Thanks.
Hey, there he is. Looking good, man. Yeah, thanks, man. You too. Yeah, you're, you're always looking good, you know. You haven't aged a bit. <laughs> Went off the grid for like, a couple of years and you're still looking good, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, thanks, man. So you're in Bali? Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe I'm not able to change the yeah. audio here. How's How are you hearing me? Yeah, man, loud and clear, loud and clear. Yeah? Yeah. All right, we'll just roll with it then. Yeah, all good. I already started recording, so. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking good, looking good. You know, the, the Mike right. Chang is here. He's in the house. <laughs> wow. Man, I feel like I'm getting um, I'm getting younger, man. You know? Yeah. I, I look at some of my old some of my, my old pictures and videos. Yeah, it's man, I, I know I feel younger for sure. Yeah. I feel more and more like a big kid. I do stuff that's like just so silly <laughs> sometimes. I don't I don't care. You, you know? got this uh you got this aura, like this different type of aura, man. You're like I remember the because I I've been following you for years and I remember the first clips that you were doing, it was uh, you know, it was very intense with the whole workout, but now it's more spiritual. I can see it, I can feel it, you know. So yeah, yeah I can't wait to get into the whole spiritual awakening stuff and yeah, I know oh, that's man. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ask away ask away i'm an open book man you know mm. people ask me like is it okay if i ask dude you can ask me anything <laughs> awesome. awesome man yeah. all right man yeah so um yeah we really appreciate your time to, for booking your time today i really appreciate it and um you know i just want to say that i'm really honored to interview you um been following you for years man um I, I remember when you know i was overweight and uh you know i was about 90 kilos and i saw one of your youtube videos pop up and I gave you a shot and um, yeah, I did the whole thing. I did the whole phase one, phase two, up to phase four, watched the videos and uh, yeah, I did, you know, the, I was even in the gym, I was in the gym before this and I was doing like phase one, phase four, um, you know, day one workouts as well. It's on my phone and yeah, and I got nice. back abs after when I did it as well. So it was great, you know, I really appreciate it. So <laughs> lots of awesome, yeah, yeah, and I can't believe it. It's just like law of attraction, you know, I think about how, how you're doing the workouts and you know, now I finally get to interview you. So yeah um so happy to be able to connect with you like this man yeah man yeah yeah it's it's incredible so um but i know that it's really interesting i've got you at a time where you're transitioning right so there's a mm -hmm. part of you that you had the six-pack shortcuts you're you know you, you blew up on, on on youtube and you're before you know you're like before the whole gary v you're you're bigger than everyone man and um and then after that you transitioned over to the spiritual stuff so before we get into that for those who don't know, how did you, you know, how did you get started with the six pack shortcut stuff? Man, we, we started off with no money. It was really, it was just in, it was just like an intention. Mm. I, I remember uh, rich dad, poor dad. Oh, cool. Right. Robert Kiyosaki. And yeah. it's like, Oh, right. Of course makes sense. You know, you got to leverage, you can't keep trading time for money. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, okay, right. That makes total sense. Okay, cool. Yeah. So let me, let me stop looking for this constant individual sales and find a way to leverage my time. Mm. And I was like, man, how would I, how old was I when I first started reading that? I, I think I was like 20, like 21 or 22. Yeah. And, and so that, so it's like, okay. So I always looked for that model and I always loved, I loved business. Mm. I loved that model. And I love to exercise. I love to train and help people. Yeah. And so for the longest time, you know, I was, you know, I would do some training as like working in the gyms and selling memberships, doing some training and train mm -hmm. people in person. Yeah. And then I would just work. And then we're reading four hour work week with Tim Ferriss, you know, gave me the idea. It's like, okay, it's all about leveraging, but now we're taking it to the internet. Yeah. So fast forward that 
three years of studying like online marketing, studying affiliate marketing, starting to understand some of the terms and just realizing, holy crap, man, trying to start this versus now I understand it, but starting it is just like way beyond me. Yeah, yeah. So I was lucky enough to meet my partner, Dan, Dan Rose, and yeah. uh, me and him started started doing it from the ground up, you know, no money, no investors. He leveraged his credit cards of like eight grand, you know, a, uh, it wasn't even like eight grand dropped. It was just like, all right, let's just spend a little bit and a little bit yeah, and a little bit. Yeah. I put in no money because I had no money. All I had was just enough money to survive. Yeah. I quit my job. Like I was crushing it at LA Fitness. Yeah, yeah. And I was one of the... I was one of the top TGMs, what they call it, as a training general manager. I just won this contest. I came in number two in the nation. Okay. And, and from there, of like selling, of selling training packages and all this stuff. And I was, and I remember like being at the dinner with all the top heads of the company and stuff at this nice steakhouse. Yeah. And they were like telling me like, Mike, you know, the one thing about all employees is that they're one day going to leave you, which is why you got to keep hiring. And okay. as I, as he was telling me that I was already planning to leave. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't like I expect that yeah. why would this guy leave he just freaking won this big contest and he mm. just got a big old check I think my bonus was like 12 grand you know yeah, yeah. and it's like why would you leave when you're on the top that's just nuts yeah and I remember thinking man he's absolutely right because I'm about to leave yeah and so yeah so then I leave everything behind I was living in Houston Texas and yeah. I left everything behind I mean like the story is that like when I think about what I what I risk, it's like for some people it's like kind of crazy, you know? Yeah. Because I I had all this debt. I was like fifty thousand in credit card debt. I was yeah. like three hundred, three fifty in mortgage debt. Wow. And I let it all go straight up. Freaking Jeez. foreclosure, you know, everything. Yeah. I let yeah. my credit fall to shit. shit. And the thing is like somebody might be like, Well, Mike, that wasn't smart. Well, you know. It's sometimes it's not about doing things right. Mm. Sometimes it's just about freaking pursuing. It's pursuing what you want and knowing yeah. what is the cost of doing mm. so. And if you're willing to pay the cost, pay the piper, whatever it is, you know, mm. there's no right or wrong. If someone's not willing to do it, don't do it. Yeah, but yeah. for me, it's like I saw it as really a really simple thing. I had an opportunity to go and really blow this up because I had somebody that knew he was doing for the at least more than me yeah and this and if it works out it could be really really awesome yeah but if it doesn't work out like what do, what do i got to lose yeah my yeah. credit will be shot cool you know um i won't have any money okay cool and uh i'll probably end up on some somebody's couch yeah. okay cool what do i gotta do to get back on my feet you know if you get a new job you'll know that within three weeks you'll get one paycheck and then yeah. that paycheck you can put into a deposit i get my own place and before i know it I'm back on my back on my feet again. I can walk yeah. into any place and get a job anywhere, not yeah. making a killing, just yeah. enough to rent a little rink-a-dink one-bedroom <laughs> apartment and just kind of start up again. Yeah, you know? that's good thinking. So I'm like, man. I'm yeah. not gonna die. So, right. So yeah, what's yeah. the risk? You know? Yeah. I mean, so I just went for it, and okay. from there we just worked our ass off. You know, mm-hmm. there was no special techniques. There wasn't nothing. Yeah. Um, just literally working, working hard. We were working 100 miles an hour. We were like the fast lane talk about like our mentality our culture was simply if we're not better than you we're just going to outwork you yeah yeah you okay know? that's yeah. the that's the way we yeah. saw it we saw people we're like okay this company is doing this amount of money like at the time when we were starting youtube right yeah yeah 
you know, we didn't have any subscribers and we're like, all right, who's the top dog in fitness? And at the time it was Body Rock TV, Susanna. Oh yeah. Hot ass right. chick. Yeah, super, remember that. Yeah. Remember yeah, her? yeah, 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 yeah. So I think legit. She's got yeah, that man. sexy accent. I was following you know, her um, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. The the video when she was doing the um the death the death uh, workout or something when she's on the backyard and she's like, oh man, close ups on her abs and stuff. I was like, what? Yeah, I remember her. Yeah. Like, how are you gonna compete with her? You know, she's legit. <laughs> she looks good. She sounds sexy. Her thumbnails are like the bomb. You can't, yeah. <laughs> I don't care how ripped I look, man. You can't get better than that. So I'm like, okay, well, that's the that's the YouTube channel that we're gonna we're gonna chase, you know, because they're the top dogs right now, a half a million. You know, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah. cool. Okay. And so that was like the goal, and we wanted to be the best. And so we started making workout videos, and eventually, remember, one day we, we looked on the subscribers and realized that we had over we had more subscribers than she did. We're like, whoa, oh. we're the biggest channel now. Oh okay. shit. Okay, cool. All right. Well, good, good. Well, just keep striving. What else are we gonna chase? You know. And so we were just like that. We were just looking for a target, looking for a goal. We had this thing in mind that we wanted to be the best. Doesn't, doesn't matter. We want to be the best. At first, it was, all right, let's be the biggest YouTube channels for subscribers. Okay, cool. And mm -hmm. then once we didn't care about that anymore, we were in the lead for a while. We're like, okay, what do we want to do? We want to go ahead and be the best fitness company, period. Mm -hmm. Okay, oh. what do we need to do? Well, how do we want to gauge that? There's a lot of ways to gauge it, right? Yeah, so yeah. we are looking at it as revenue, money. Mm. Why? I grew up in like Houston, man. We're freaking in the hood and stuff. You ain't got no money. You know, yeah. I used to steal like crazy because I don't yeah. got an allowance. People are like, I get, they're like, you have allowance? I don't have my own bedroom. I don't got allowance, <laughs> yeah. you know? So there was always this scarcity for money, financial security as a lot of people, you know, yeah. a lot of people live that way. I live in the same fear, man. So it was all about money. So it's like, okay, cool. Now that doesn't mean we didn't want to care about helping people. But when you're setting goals, it's like, all right, well, we're going to hit this revenue. I mean, yeah. we're going to do it in the most integral way and do it helping the most amount of people. But mm -hmm. that was the thing. And so we saw Beachbody, you know, okay. as the top dog, you know, it was, they're at about 500 million at the time. I remember and, I, and we were only, we were at like about 11 or 12. So mm -hmm. we're like, okay, cool. So 500 from 11 million is like yeah. a landslide. So yeah. I remember we started calculating. I started coming up with plans. I was like, all right, here's how we're going to go ahead and get to 50 million. Here's how we can get to 100 million. And then we're going to get to 200 million this way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, cool. It sounds like, all right, so we need a bigger office. We need to hire more people. We need to mm -hmm. go and do this, this, this. Get the game plan, execute time. Yeah. And so that was just the way we ran the business. There wasn't, we didn't have advisors or anything. It was just wow, simply like logic. Yeah, you know, it was it was crazy because now I look in like I talk to people like, well, like bring in the strategist. Yeah, the strategist yeah, is no like, you know, like, did you bring a coach and mentors and stuff of like that, and you know, formal business plan. Nothing. Whoa, like, that's incredible. Nothing. You know, and we just we just looked at it, we just did our best. And now over time, like over time, the people we hired, their caliber and experience started increasing. Yeah, but we never we never approached it as like, you know, we, we did our best to try to come up with our own strategies. We talked to people, yeah. but we focused all of our effort on taking action, all of our efforts of producing results. Yeah. Now looking back, you know, um, if, if people are listening to this, they're like, all right, so, so is this the best approach? Mm. In my opinion, no, it's not the best approach. Why? Because there are a lot of people that we can learn from. There's mm -hmm. a lot of people that can help us make less mistakes, you know, just mm -hmm. less, not none, right? Okay. But sometimes, though, when people, when people are, 
are needing to move forward and they feel like they can't because they don't have the, the plan. Mm -hmm. They don't have the right thing to do. Like they're like, you know, I, I want to do, I'm still ready. I just need to have this thing. I just need yeah. to have that thing. And so mm -hmm. they just kind of stay there running around this little circle. So ready to like, just go past the starting line. Mm -hmm. And the thing is like, when we get past the starting line, we start to go, if, even if we don't have a plan, even if we don't know what the heck we're doing, every single action is going to create some type of results. We're always going to learn yeah. something. Mm. And so looking back, I think the combination is really both ways. It's taking relentless action, but at the same time, like, you know, learning from people who, who's done it. And then now you get the combination, you know, it's the best. But if somebody doesn't have the, they don't have the capacity or they're not able to learn from the people that have done it, I would still say, then just keep taking action. You'll still end up figuring it out. Yeah, it, may, it may be longer, mm. but it's all good. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that's incredible. So you, you, um, you were just looking at the thing that was in front of you first and just taking relentless action, just, just trying to get it done and then just tweaking the results there, right? And like, like you said with the videos, right? um, you weren't even thinking about like yeah. um, subscribers or anything. You were just pumping out great video. You were just focusing on getting out video, video, right? How many videos were you doing? Yeah, just tunnel vision. Yeah. So, you know, like after we were doing, uh, I think about two or two or three videos on YouTube for Six Packs Workouts channel. On top of that, I was filming probably an average of of maybe two commercials a week, two commercials and a week, uh, about yeah. every about two commercials a week. Um, on average, so usually yeah. what it'll be is like maybe this week I don't film any commercials, mm. and I filmed and I filmed like two or three YouTube videos, and then next week I don't film, maybe I don't film any YouTube videos, and I knock out like five commercials, seven commercials, back to back to back to back in Whoa. this tiny little room, yeah, foamed up, you know, <laughs> going to town, sweating, and, and um, yeah, so it's just kind of kind of like off and on. Then the next yeah. week I'm running around town doing crazy shit because we need all the shots to yeah, yeah, you know yeah. to put into a different style of video so yeah it was just it was just like that you know? yeah you used to um i think before the videos you had a blog right you were doing a lot of writing first and you were just uploading pictures right and then after uh, videos right? nah you weren't doing that or nah. you just went straight for video nah. right yeah wow yeah. that's incredible I'm not much man. of a writer you know yeah. i can i all of my texting i if you see me i'll be like text to uh text to speech <laughs> like crazy yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. What about in um because in, in the six pack shortcuts program there's the uh there's one how you're showing, you know, you're just working out in the gym, right? Is that is that in your room or something? Is that in your house? The one where where you were Daniel Rose and you were just like, you know That was in the house. That was in the house. One of okay. the rooms we yeah. turned it into like this little this little gym. You yeah. remember the squeaky horse? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah, man. We, yeah, we had the pads and like the little, the yeah, the little squeaky like foams, you know, for for weights and stuff. But yeah, I didn't realize it was gonna squeak. But it's too late, you know. Once we put everything in, it's time to film. So, but plus that they were cheap. I couldn't even afford the legit stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was really good. Um, and I remember, I think there was one video of you where you were just, um, it must have been the very first video, but like, you looked so serious when you were talking on, on the camera. Like you were really serious yeah. about yeah, promoting six pack shortcuts or something. But then afterwards, all the videos afterwards, you were like really like yourself. You were very authentic and, you know, it was really good. It was just really amazing to see your journey. And um, yeah, it's just like to see you doing all that stuff. Like, yeah, you inspired so many people. There was millions of people that you helped. It was incredible. So. 
Well done. Yeah, man. No, no. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank okay. Um, okay. So now the part um, that is also interesting is that you also finished up with uh, SPS as well. So you disappeared from YouTube um, and social media. So what happened there? There's that part of the life that you, uh, I think you sold the business or something or something happened that stopped it all. Well, so, so I eventually, I sold the business. Mm. I didn't want to sell because that was like, that was like my baby, man. Mm, you yeah, know, yeah. I just told you about what Old I did passion, to yeah. leave Houston and go to Austin. Mm. I, I left everything, you know, like, I put everything on the line for just like one opportunity to make it work. Mm. You know, like Eminem song, you know, you got one shot. To, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the jam. That was, that was my life, you know? Yeah. So the last thing I'm going to do, because looking back, like I created in my, in my mind, like the perfect dream job in the dream life. Yeah. Like when you walk into the office, man, it's like Wolf of Wall Street meets Gold's Gym. Yeah. straight up you know oh. I mean, it's like boiler room i mean it's like nuts you got all these dudes walking around shirtless on the phones you know talking smack selling deals putting yeah. down monsters if you go hit the club later on that week popping yeah. bottles get drunk and have fun <laughs> and this is like people that you see every day yeah. you know there's bars everywhere you throw footballs you know you just yeah. talk shit and you have fun you have food you have everything wow. you have all these chicks that come in they're all fitness chicks and sports brawls yeah, and so nice. it's like yeah you're just like you damn man this drink. is and you're making good money and just i got my dog running around so it's like i got a gym right there it mm. was like the perfect life mm. so when i read comments and people are like oh yeah you know he decided just to sell out because he was making millions and he just wanted to go take a vacation somewhere mm. nah man and yeah, I knew that there's a reason for that. Yeah, something else. It's not just the money. Like, yeah. Yeah. Nah, if you watch that, your dude. stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if you watch your stuff, like, if you go through all the material, like, I know that, yeah, Mike's not like that. You know, there's something else to it. There's a higher order to this one, you know? So, yeah. You know, the reason why I left is because I had to find out what happened to me. Yeah. You know, like, people people nowadays they work they they do a pursue all the stuff but they pursue it because they think it's going to make them happy but they don't pursue happiness they pursue financial security because yeah. financial security equates to happiness right yeah. they pursue getting this right partner you know if it's a woman listening finding the right man you know why because the right man equates to happiness Mm. right they pursue i'm going to live in this tropical paradise or i'm going to go ahead and and start doing this because this is my passion and this doing my passion equates to happiness mm. well you know what fucking bullshit yeah. is what it is yeah it doesn't equate to happiness but i didn't find out like if somebody tells me that i'll be like what do you mean you know yeah. here's all the reasons and you can read all of the internet it's all about finding this doing this pursuing your dreams accomplishing so I would have never believed anybody that told me otherwise. Yeah. But I experienced it for mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. When I experienced this level of happiness that blew everything away that I've ever known, that I've ever experienced. Like I didn't know what was happening mm -hmm. besides the fact that I was so happy that nothing mattered, you know? And then I, then it became clear, like, holy shit, why am I doing all of these things in my life? Mm -hmm. You know, like for what? Like, mm. really what I want is I want to feel good. I want to be happy. 
but mm. I connected all of those things to happiness. But here I am experiencing the happiness that I, that I never even knew existed. I didn't know I can literally physically feel like that high, that good. Mm. You know? And so as I shared this on, uh, on a video on my channel, you know, why yeah. I left six pack shortcuts channel, mm. you know, and there's like, there's like all of these comments. There's all these comments like, oh, you did DMT. Hey, that sounds like DMT. That sounds like mushrooms. That sounds yeah. like this. You know what? I did do mushrooms yeah. and MDMA. Okay. First time combined, hippie flipping. Yeah. So automatically people go, that's it. But here's the thing. I wished that was it. Because if that was it, you know what? You're mm. talking about happiness in this freaking pill? Then shit, mm. man. I'm going to give that shit out like yeah. candy. And there you go. Everybody's problems are solved. But yeah. unfortunately, it doesn't work that way because mm -hmm. there are so many people out there that not only have access, but have tried it tons of times and Nothing constantly is taking it mm -hmm. because they, they want to, they want to be happy. Everybody wants to be happy, no matter if mm -hmm. they realize that we're top awareness or not, but they want to, but yeah. it ain't working. It's like they feel good. And then afterwards they go back to normal, you yeah. know? And so therefore that's not the key. It's just like, uh, it's like, it's like somebody taking a pre-workout and it gets them so amped. So they yeah. go into the gym and they work out. Mm -hmm. So they go, this is what it takes. No, that helps you with doing something else. But mm -hmm. that is not the key. This protein powder is not the key. You know, mm -hmm. this vitamin, this supplement. That's the thing is like these, these substances is not the key to happiness. Mm -hmm. And anybody who thinks it is, they're, all they're doing is they're getting high. Mm. but they're not being high the, the mm. point is to be high but it's not to get high mm. and and so february 2nd of 2015 i experienced this and after that it changed my entire life because yeah. i realized that why would i constantly go ahead and do all these things when what i really want in my entire life is to feel continuously feel that experience that I was feeling. Mm. And I, I had that state of being that heightened happiness for over two weeks. Wow. And you'll never read about anybody being on mushrooms or DMT or ayahuasca or bagoti or pagoda or freaking on and on peyote. There's a list of psychedelics, LXD, you just name it. Yeah. Nobody takes it and then they just stay that way. Yeah. Unless they're microdosing. And I wasn't microdosing. I took it once and it stayed that way. Yeah. Because it wasn't the substance that allowed me to stay that way. Mm. I was able to mine into my head. I was able to literally, I was calling it, I was like, I'm, mine, I'm mining into my mind right now. It's like, imagine our brain and our brain, if we were to, if we were, if we, imagine our life being like bubbles, you know, mm. like, like all in the air and you're able to see events and see how everything connects your thoughts, your preferences and everything there. I was able to see all of it. Mm. And I was able to go and find out what was the motivation behind all of it? What was wow. the reason? The stories that I'm telling myself, are they real? You know, my preferences, is that legit? I really like this thing. Why do I like it? You know, mm. it's like someone going, man, I really want to get a great body. Why? Well, because, you know, it's, I, I, I saw Mike Chain on these videos and it really inspired me. Okay. But why do you want to have a great body? Well, cause I want to look that way. Why? Uh, because it makes me feel good. Why? Mm -hmm. You keep diving in why. And eventually there becomes a root cause, a root intention, a root motivation, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I found out that my 
root intention and motivation for so many things in my life was all to go ahead and make myself feel better and feel more worthy mm. and feel like I, I'm of higher value than I'm enough, you know? And it was all about proving, all about putting up this front. If people just need to like me or people need to see me a certain way, all of it was just about that. And when I realized that that was my motivation, mm. I was like, wow, there's, there's no reason for it because I was able to see through it and realize that the reason why I even felt less was just because of stories. It was like a story that I made up. Hey, this is the way I grew up. This is the way people treated me. So because of that, this is what I got to do. Okay, right. now that the story is ingrained and I believe it, now I use it for everything, you know? And when I looked at it and realized that it was totally made up, 100% made up, it was just one perspective of me as a kid, seeing my life going, this is the way people treated me and I'm going to go ahead and do it better now. I'm going to show them. And then everything in my life, was a result of that it was a motivation driven from that and when i realized actually that's not true it's it's no let me rephrase that mm. it's one perspective of a truth you see all things are true but what determines the difference is our perspective right it's the whole glass is half empty half true half full which one is true they're both true you know this person is ugly this person is hot as hell which one's true they're both true mm. based on the based on the eye of the beholder right it's based on preference and so when I realized that all I was doing was looking at my life with this one perspective that basically equated to me being less, feeling less, being inferior, you know, and that I didn't need to look at it that mm. like that. And I need to look at it a different way. I was like, whoa, it, let, it allowed me to let go of all of the fears, all of the worries and everything. Mm. And then I experienced all of this surge in energy running through my entire body. My body wow. was like so light. I was like practically floating. I like, I was, I was so close to freaking coming off the ground. I was so light and mm. I didn't know what the heck was happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, everybody else in this event was on the same shit as me. Mm. Ain't nobody floating around. Yeah. Nobody's walking around. <laughs> I have life in my head right now. And, yeah. and I'm so happy. I don't know what's going on. Like this wasn't happening. My yeah. in, I had a bad lower back injury that healed within six hours and I couldn't heal it for nine months. Mm. And like, I know how to heal everything in my body. Mm. You know, every, doesn't matter. I've ripped muscles. I pulled, blew out my back over 20 times, like easy all the time. It's no big deal. Just heal it. It's like a paper cut. You don't go to a doctor. You already know what you need to do. You get Mm. a cold. You don't freak out. You already know what you need to do. When I injure my body, it's like that. I already know what I need to do. You know, this one couldn't heal. And I couldn't, I didn't know why. And that healed in six hours when all of this was happening. I was able to let go of all of this perspective and change, mm. change the way I saw everything. I was able to let go of fear because I had so much worries and stress. Mm. When all of that stuff started leaving, simultaneously, my back started feeling stronger. Mm. I couldn't stand, sit, or lay down without pain. It was so bad. And, you know, I make workout videos for a living, yeah, you know? Yeah. And so I couldn't, I couldn't. I remember I had to lift a 20 pound dumbbell. I had to put it against my leg and walk like that when I take it off the rack. Because if I was to lift it just in front like that, I'd blow yeah. off my back. Mm, That's how whoa. bad my back was. And I was suffering this for nine months. Mm. And I, would, I didn't tell people publicly on YouTube. At that time, I didn't share openly. It was, it was only about, I'm going to share whatever information is going to help somebody get in shape. It's always that. It wasn't like, let me tell you about my life. Yeah. That's why for the longest time, nobody knew anything about me because yeah. I didn't. I didn't care to share. 
it's like I'm not here to go ahead and tell you about yeah. you know what I eat and what I do and my I'm not a it's vlogger. I'm yeah, just yeah. and so mm -hmm. here I am. I'm in pain and I'm still doing exercise workouts, but I am totally leveraging everything and making sure the moves I can do, I'm not getting injured. Mm -hmm. So all this was happening and it healed on the spot. And I remember like I'm not a person that believes in magic or miracles. I knew something happened. I just didn't know what it was. Mm -hmm. And now looking back, when all that was happening, basically I was opening up all of the energy channels in my body. My energy was flowing. Emotions. Emotions is one of the primary factors of almost every single person that stops them from right, keep lifting up their energy, lifting up their rising in the way they feel. You know, mm -hmm. emotions, all emotions are is energy in motion, energy, motion, mm. emotion. Okay. And so when we label it as like anger or, or frustration or depression or happiness or peace, we're just giving it a name. Mm. It's like looking at five persons and going, that's Bob, that's John, that's Sarah, that's Brad. Yeah. They're, they're just, they're just names, mm. right? It's just, they're, they're, that's not who, who they really are. There's just names, yeah. emotions, energy, and motion. All it is, is just energy frequencies. They're just different frequency of energy that's circulating in you, circulating in me and everywhere else. Interesting, and yeah. when our energy frequency is really low, mm. we feel like shit. Mm. We have bad emotions. We're angry all the time. We're stressed all the time, all this stuff. When our energy frequency is high, we're happy. Mm. We're joyful. See, it has nothing to do with like what we're doing on the outside. It doesn't matter if we have money, don't have money. We have a partner. We don't have a partner. Our dog just died. My dad just died. It has nothing to do with that. It literally has to do with the energy that is inside of our body. Mm, okay. Because see, that's, the, that's the message. Just one of the main messages that mm. I'm coming back. Yeah, I didn't yeah. care about social media. I was like, I was just going to yeah, yeah. leave and just go live another life i don't care yeah, you know yeah but i realized like so many people need to learn this because their happiness their 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 experience of reality depends on it. Mm. if somebody's energy frequency that's running in their body is a low frequency caused by blockages if i tense up if i tense up my shoulders here mm. if i tense up my abs if i tense up my jaw if i tense up here any tenseness in the body is like a pipeline that gets squeezed. Mm. What happens if you have a pipe and things are flowing and then you tense up, what happens? It stops yeah, yeah. the flow, yeah. right? So emotions, when we have negative emotions, it gets our bodies to tense up. We naturally tense up. Think about when you're mad, think about when you're stressed, boom, yeah, all these yeah. different tense happen. When that happens, it restricts the energy flow in the body. So when the, when the restriction happens, our energy, no matter where it's at, it starts to drop. Yep. And when it drops, now we are experiencing that energy, which we call emotions. Mm. And so most people are so tense mm. that the energy can't flow well. So you know what happens when someone's energy can't flow well? Their emotions are bad. So they're always tense. They're always stressed. They're always frustrated. Their thoughts are the same way of fear. Why? Well... The energy, the energy in the body is equate to the energy in the mind. The mind mm. and body are completely linked together. Mm. If, if the energy, if we have negative emotions, 
the thoughts that we have is linked to these emotions. Like if somebody's angry mm. because they feel the emotion of anger, they're not going to have happy thoughts. They're going to have angry thoughts. Yeah. If somebody is having the emotion of happiness, they're going to have the thoughts of happiness. Mm. You know, if they have the emotion, the energy of peace, they're going to look around and they're not going to have any problems. Everything yeah. is cool. It doesn't matter what's going on. Their thoughts resemble the emotions. Every thought, there's an emotion attached to it. And so when we change the energy, when we change the emotion, the thoughts automatically change. We don't even have to learn anything new. It's not like I learn all these new concepts and that's why I think that way. No, you don't have to do that. You mm. literally can have the same exact knowledge that you currently have now. Mm. You literally change the emotion in the body. Change now, change that, and the thoughts change. Mm. So we have thoughts in our head that's like a pattern, right? We think of the yep. same stuff all the time. We have a certain perspective. So that also influences the energy in our body, the emotions. They both influence each other. Yeah, true. So it's, so it's very, very beneficial and needed for someone to eventually change their thought patterns too. So let's say if somebody always feels they have positive emotions, right? They have high energy, therefore good emotions but they keep thinking bad stuff. They keep complaining about people. They keep all this stuff. So now their emotions is good. So mm. they may not be complaining as much, and, but they might be kind of cool with everything. They might go, you know what? Life kind of life sucks. You know, these people are they're stupid, blah, blah, blah. I'm cool. I don't give a shit about them anymore. Mm, mm. But they're still kind of this negative, you know, this negative mindset, but mm. they're in a happy place. That's basically what happens when somebody who is, let's say, super negative raises up their energy. But then this is where we got to go in and go, okay, look, you don't need to keep judging these people. You don't need, let's go ahead and change your mindset. Let's kind of change these beliefs. So now yeah. at the end, what we have is a positive mindset and happy emotions. Mm. So when this happened, I didn't know any of these things. All I know is I became really, really, really happy. Yeah. My injury disappeared within hours. My body became really, really light and it felt so good. It was like amazing. Um, my thoughts stopped. I never was able to stop my thoughts or even know the need, the need to stop thoughts. Mm. You know, the voice in our head, right? Yeah, yeah. People, people would just keep running and they can't shut it up. So then you got like Headspace, you got all of these apps, all these things now going, hey, let's go ahead and, and, and get you to be more peaceful. Let's stop that mind chatter. Mm. My mind chatter stopped in six hours by the time that, that this happened at the end. It was quiet in my head. How long did and it now stop suddenly for? I became present. Yeah. How long did it stop for? Like the mind chatter? For a few, a few hours or something? Or? No. Yeah. It never came. It never came back the same way wow. again. Wow. Okay. It's been. It's been almost five years now. Whoa. It's. You can't imagine. It's like imagine. Imagine in your room right now. You've got. You've got a radio playing sometimes the radio plays a super positive person saying mm. nice stuff and sometimes mm. you have this person it plays somebody who's constantly talking shit and complaining and mm. you can't do nothing about it mm. you can't turn it down you can't switch the station you know you can muffle your ears a little bit but you still hear it yep that's like what people are experiencing when they have mind chatter they're either experiencing positive things or they're experiencing negative things but they don't have the capacity to experience none of the things and literally just be in peace you know 
And so when that happened, it was like, it, it was literally like I was seeing, seeing things with a new pair of eyes mm. because every time when we have a thought, a, a judgment, we don't see what's actually there. What we see is through, it is filtered. Mm. Let's say this is one judgment. So mm. I don't see you, Kwa. I mm. see judgment. And then through this judgment of you, now I see you. Yeah. So if I go, man, Asians are really, really smart. That's the positive judgment. So mm. I don't see you. I see an Asian who is really smart. Mm. You know? So then now we put in another judgment, you know, which is you have an accent. So you're not American, right? Mm. So you're from Europe, somewhere in Europe. So let's say I go Europeans, Australian. Okay. So let's say I go Australians are, they're really lazy, man. I I heard from some Australians, they said that they're really lazy. Okay. So I don't see you anymore. I see Mm. a lazy Australian. True. Is it true? I don't know, but it doesn't matter because I see it that way. Mm. And so every time when we have a judgment, we, it influences the perception in the way we see a person, the way we see ourselves, the way we see anything. Mm. And so over time, what happens is people are having so many judgments constantly. They don't see what's there. Whether or not if someone goes, hey, Kwa, man, oh, you're my boy, man. I really, I really care about you. Mm. And you have all of these judgments that you may think, oh, this person is only telling me that because he's going to go ahead and ask me for money. He's going to ask me for a favor. He's just only feeling that right now because, you know, he's drunk. You you don't really care. Mm. And whatever. But in reality, it's like, that's because we have all these judgments. Now, whether or not that's true is now another story. Mm. Because what is true? Everything is our own opinion. I think you're a good looking guy. Okay, that's true. I don't think you're a good looking guy. Okay, that's true. Mm. Everything is true. Everything is just our opinions. But these judgments, what they do is they skew the truth. They skew what we see. And this is how, this is how people live this way. And so when we take away the mind shatter, we are removing the judgments. So now people are able to see clearly everything. Mm. If, I, if I have a fear of spiders, every time I look at a spider, I don't see a spider. What I see is something that is going to hurt me. Mm. So then what is my first thought if I see something that's going to hurt me? Kill it. Mm. You know? Get away from it. Run or fight. Right? And so this is how people are living. And... That's why we need to go ahead and help people get rid of all of these judgments, get rid of all of this mind chatter. Mm. And when they experience peace, there's no more wars. There's no more killing people for this and that. There's no, I'm going to stab you in back and stab your back. So it's going to get ahead. Yeah. There's none of that stuff. Mm. All of that stuff is all equate to having all of these judgments about things, feeling so low in, in the way they feel their emotions. Mm. So, because this is their energy, so then all of their expression, all of their action is fueled by this emotion. Mm. So it's like I, I I don't even blame people for doing bad things because like I understand, you know, mm. it's not their fault. They don't get to choose, you know. And that's the thing. It's like my mission is like to be able to help people understand this and also to allow people to be able to actually solve it. There's a simple way to solve this, to be able to get out of this rut. Mm. It's simple, but it takes work to do, you know? That's why I went ahead and that's why my flow practice, I do it every morning, I film in, I just blast it out there. You yeah. know, it's like, I don't, I don't sell it, it's, it's free. You know, mm. it's like, I'm just gonna, here, here it is. Mm. I'm not gonna go, 
you know, hey, you know, I've created this thing. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You need to click and buy and you'll, man, that's, no, it's, yeah. that's marketing. No, no, this is exactly what I do. Like, mm. that's it, you know? Mm. And, and another thing is I don't go and do these secret exercises and then go, here's what you should do, but I'm going to do those things. Yeah, yeah. That's it's what trainers do. Mm. You somebody that's like super jacked and they're like, hey, man, <laughs> sure I do the best push-ups. No, motherfucker, you don't just do push-ups, you know, shit. <laughs> I saw you, I saw you pressing three plates the other day. What do you mean you can do, do these push-ups and get, build a big chest, you know? It's like, you know, it's like, so I, I realized that all people have to do is change their energy. All mm. they have to do is change your energy and do it every day. Is it going to happen a day? Hell no, nah, man. But everything that we do makes a difference. If you, if you, if you don't do work, if you haven't worked out at all, and then you just did 10 push-ups, that 10, that 10 push-ups is going to change your muscles. It's going to change your body mm-hmm. a little bit. Right? So let's say if you, if you don't exercise, you can tell what happens. If yeah. you exercise, you can tell what happens. Every little rep, everything makes a difference. So if somebody was to do that practice every single day, their energy would change. And what happens is when they start to get used to a new energy, when their body is able to start to hold on to this new energy mm-hmm. and now their body, because their bodies is cleansed, their bodies is open. All the pipelines in our body, they're like, imagine our bodies like tiny little pipelines okay, everywhere, okay. blood vessels, arteries, energy mm-hmm. meridians, their pipelines run everywhere. And when all the pipelines are really, really open, energy is flown like crazy. And our body is used to doing that because we're doing the practice every day. Yeah. Now our energy rises, our emotion rises, our thoughts change. And now before we know it, we're in, we're a new person. We're actually happy. Whether or not we achieved our goals or not, doesn't even matter. We are happy while we go after our goals and we are happy when we fail and we are happy when our house burns down and we're happy when it doesn't matter. You Mm -hmm. see, Mm -hmm. that's what like all the, all the, like, this is what like Buddha and and Jesus, all of these like prophets, that's actually what they're really trying to teach. Mm. I started reading all this stuff and I go, damn, man, I realized why it's like, why it's like so confusing. And I, I just like, what I'd love to do, what I did for six pack is all I do is I take complicated stuff and I try to make it the most simplest mm. because number one, that's how I understand it. I can't understand yeah, yeah. complicated, it's complicated. Mm. It's like a, I have, my mind just hurts. So I make it simple. So this way I can understand it. And I think if it's simpler, other people can understand it too and that's basically it it's so simple let's just change the energy how do you change your energy um number one move around so this can get the energy to flow around number two eat right why because if you put bad food it's going to clog up your pipelines Mm. it's not even about the looks forget the looks yeah clog up your pipeline so that your energy can't flow your blood can't flow anything can't flow oxygen can't flow so you got to eat good food so this way your pipelines inside your body is open so we got move around Mm. eat good so your pipelines can be open energy can flow and what's the last thing for energy emotions mm. try to do your best to have positive emotions this way you keep your pipelines flowing when your energy flows you don't get sick my my, my lady natalia she's she got a cold and her throat started hurting and all this stuff and i'm with her all the time you know I'm with her all the time and next to her all the time and i sleep with her all this stuff mm. and i can tell i can tell three days ago that i'm picking up on it but you know okay. what? She's like stuffing and blah, blah. I feel like crap me. I hawked out a noogie today. And mm-hmm. I go, ah, my body's getting rid of it. My energy is flowing so much that I get rid of any, everything. I tell people, like people, people think I'm bullshitting when I tell people I get rid of a flu in three hours. 
Mm. They go, what? You can't because of blah, 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 science. Fuck the science. No, no, no. I've been it's... doing it for 15 years. Yeah. 15 years, dude. And also, I just got rid. Now, I learned how to get rid of food poisoning in one hour. So far, I've done it twice in the last year because I don't get food poisoned really often. Mm. One time was about, was about two months ago in Orange County, California. And then another time was the first time I came to Bali. It was about uh, like a year ago. Mm. And so, and I'm starting to understand, like, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how, I'm understanding how the fundamentals of how our body works. Mm. And so once I figured it out, it's like, okay, well, let me start testing. And so injuries, like all this stuff. And I started realizing like this stuff is not magic. You know, I'm not special either. This is just simply understanding like how things work in our body. Mm. Mm. When we understand how things work, if something is wrong with us, we do this thing. If something's wrong with us, we do that thing. This is basically what yoga is, is about. Mm. Yoga is freaking legit. It's not just these crazy little stretches and put your head, head your legs behind your head. There, mm. There's a reason for those poses. There's, there's so much teachings in it, you know? So now it's like, but, in, but it's, it's really good for what it is. But there, there's a lot of things that people don't dive into. And mm. so I'm all about about focus and all, all about attention you know gary gary keller and jay papa's song the one thing mm. right that does that book the one thing what is the one thing therefore by doing it everything else becomes easier or unnecessary and the one thing is to get the energy to flow in your body the sicknesses and all that stuff gone energy through the roof you know mm. and you look good why well because your your energy your emotions would dictate everything. Mm. I used to eat bad foods all the time. Mm. And I had to go ahead and structure all of my eating and stuff because you put bad food in front of me, I'll eat it. Yeah. I didn't have any control because I was emotionally eating it, you know? Mm. But, but then that emotion, it's low, that's why. So then, so therefore I looked good on the outside, but inside my emotions was like crap. Now my emotions is high because my energy is high. So now I've got, I'm in Bali, dude. There's like so <laughs> much food around, it's super dirt cheap. Yeah. You can eat every single day, appetizer, main nice. course, and dessert. It'll be under 10 bucks. Loving it. I don't even care, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man, that's incredible. So it, so, it sounds like, would you, would you say that it's, um, you've removed, like, the ego? You went through, like, an ego death where you, you saw how the way you were communicating with people and, and you saw how other people were communicating. Was this through ego where... Um, you know, people are judging them through like this filter and you somehow figured out that just removing the veal that you can see things that a lot more clearer was, is that what, is that what you're describing similar to that? So, so imagine like an ego death, right? So the way I like to see it is more of like self-realization. I stopped identifying with my thoughts you know you know there's a lot of people out there right now that if i was to go and tell them i go hey oh man you know that voice in your head that's yeah. not you mm. like that's 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 not you you are the awareness that's listening to the voice you know those images that you see in your mind no matter what they are that's that's not you that's your mind putting up these images like a yeah. projector mm. you know you know that movie you see in your mind that's not you either they'll look at me they'll be like uh they don't understand. Yeah. 
because they are because they think that that is them they go oh this is me thinking right now and it's like that's like no like this is not your shirt is not you you wear that shirt the thoughts is not you you use these thoughts to go ahead and create you use these thoughts to analyze them and to compare and all this stuff mm-hmm. it's not you mm-hmm. when i when i was able to change my perspective and realize that the whole time i had this you know this non-worthy not enough perspective about myself and I needed to prove and all this stuff. And suddenly I saw my life with another perspective. I realized that I can't be the stories that I've been telling myself my whole life. Mm-hmm. Because if I, if who I am is this person grew up and did this and liked this and all this stuff, if that was me and suddenly all the perspective shifts, then does that mean I suddenly changed? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm still here. I'm standing here. Nothing's changed. Like, how can I be these stories? I must not be these stories. If I'm not these stories, then I must not be these thoughts. Mm. If I'm not these thoughts, then who am I? And when I realized that, I was like, holy shit. You know, mm. this is like, this is like some real shit. This is like, this is like the Truman show times a million percent <laughs> bigger, you know, <laughs> like, oh my God, like I, 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 I'm not me. You know, it's like freaking like, yeah. total recall. <laughs> What's going on? You, I'm not you. I'm not. <laughs> you know, and and I was just like, oh my god. And I remember like when I realized that, the first thing like I could feel these chills running through me, man. Wow. And I and I just started breathing. You know, it's like, and it it was just a reaction. It was like I didn't, I didn't know why I was breathing. It was just like this reaction. I was like, mm. oh man, this is crazy shit. Mm. I just started deep breathing. And then I kept talking and realizing these things, mining my mind. And then I started deep breathing continuously. I do it, breathe, do it, breathe. And I felt this weird sensation on the top of my head. So I started tapping it. Okay. Boom, 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 boom. Just sometimes with my knuckles, sometimes with my hands. Mm. I didn't know why. Okay. It's like if your arm hurts, nobody's going to tell you to touch your arm. You'll go, ow. Yeah. Right? Mm. Oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, you just, you would just touch it. It's a natural reaction. Yeah. Okay. Well, I had this weird sensation in my head. And I started tapping. It's just a natural mm. reaction. And I, I paced around the room during the six hours, you know, this is all with that, that event. And also I was just speaking out loud because I was practicing, not caring about what other people thought. My mm. friend did a talk earlier that day. And I realized that I actually care like crazy what people think mm. and that I'm not being authentic. Mm. I thought I was authentic. And then when I realized I wasn't, that was like the first slap in the face because I told people how to be authentic, Yeah, you know? And suddenly I realized I wasn't, and I've been lying to myself. I was like, Oh shit. Mm. So I started to speak out loud because I didn't want to like be afraid of what people would think. Mm. So the way I saw it is, well, I'm just going to speak out loud. Whatever comes to me, I'm just going to speak it. I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to speak it. Who cares? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I'm here, like, as I'm figuring out that I'm not these stories, I'm figuring out how my mind is, all this stuff. I was speaking it all out loud. And so those four things, I was speaking out loud constantly. I was deep breathing. I was tapping my head and I was walking around. And so over the past four to almost five years now, I've been studying this event over and over and over, Mm. you know, and also mushrooms, right? Mushrooms, MDMA. I was studying it because what I wanted to do was I wanted, I wish that everybody can experience this. Mm. The world will change. Hands down, this is freaking the second coming of Christ. You know, <laughs> I'm talking the world will change. This is some serious shit. You know, yeah, people will yeah. be like, it's like 
it's like being pulled out of the matrix straight up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Except much better. You don't you don't wake up in a shitty ass. <laughs> in the robots and shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, eating freaking crap oatmeal, going, oh, this is like fuck that. Put me back in the matrix. It, it tastes like tastes like chicken. Well, that's your electrical brain telling you it tastes like chicken. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not like that. It's actually the complete opposite. It's like it's like heaven, you know, it's awesome, you know. And I just wish everybody experienced that. Mm. And so I was I've been studying it over and over and over. And I realized that basically what I did by accident, you know, I didn't do it on purpose, but accident, what I did was those combinations opened up my energy. And so I was thinking, okay, well, I'm just gonna teach people how to do that. And then I realized there was one component that would be missing and that is i'm a coach i've been coaching people for a long time yeah and the, one of the major things be, beyond these five elements was that i was figuring out things and i was asking myself questions and i was digging and digging and digging to look for the truth behind things because mm. when i realized the truth then i was able to go and go oh my god i need i'm changing my belief systems about myself about and life in general but not everybody can do that because they don't know the right questions to ask. They don't know how to dig. They don't know how to, they're not, they don't, they're not used to coaching people. And I've been doing it for so long. So basically what I did was I self-coached myself for six hours. Mm. And so I'm like, okay, dang, well, that's not going to work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I experimented with different people over the past few years, you know? And so I even tried to where I would have them doing the same thing and I would be in the room and I'd go and coach them. I yeah. pulling them through didn't work. Okay. I was like, okay, well, I just gotta be, there's gotta be another way to do it. Mm. And then, so that's when I finally, I realized, okay, just get their energy to change when their okay. energy changes. Now they're, they become open to receiving everything. Mm. They become open to looking at different perspectives because literally their perspective changed. You see, when someone's energy is really low, they're in a lot of stress. They're tense. They're in fight or flight all the time. Mm. And when their body's in fight or flight, they don't not open to anything new. New is risky. New is not safe. Mm. If somebody is scared, their body is in fight or flight. So they're in the survival instinct, survival mode. They rather go ahead and do what is familiar. Even if what is familiar is not the best, mm. it doesn't matter. Because I'd rather be safe. I'd rather be secure. I'd rather know what's going to happen than to venture out and try to do something that's great but i don't know what's going to happen it's too scary something bad could happen mm-hmm. and i'm afraid already why would i go ahead and chance it no no let me just play it safe you see so it makes it really tough for people to change their belief systems mm-hmm. it makes it really tough for people to go for it, take that little risk you know because they're so afraid and they rather just do the same things. But if we can get people to not be afraid anymore, lift their energy up. Mm. And now somebody's energy is high, they're not afraid anymore. When their body's energy is really high, they're not in fight or flight. They're not super tense. They're able to relax now. Mm. Their body's chilling now. So they may still have some crap beliefs and all this stuff, but their body is fine now. Mm. And they're now open. Their emotions changed. Now they're able to go ahead and go for that thing they've always wanted that they were afraid of going for. But now suddenly they haven't even learned anything new, right? Let's say they haven't learned anything new, okay. but they just might go, you know what? 
I'm just going to go for it. There's this thing that I've been wanting to do my whole entire life. I've been printing it all for years and years. There's a vacation I wanted to go. There's this woman I wanted to go and talk to. She's been my friend for two years. I just wanted to tell her that I've had this this crush on her the whole time. They're just going to go for it now because they're not afraid anymore. Their energy changed. And so now people are are starting to go ahead and live because you can't really live when you're constantly in fear. And people are always, they're always in this low end of stress. That's why the energy is so low. Their beliefs are the same way. And so when they get out of it, their life opens up, mm. you know, they can feel alive. And whether or not, see, again, whether or not they make money, achieve this, achieve that, it doesn't matter anymore because they're enjoying their entire life. They're enjoying their life. They're enjoying the process. They're enjoying the journey. So if they hit the goals, cool. They get really excited, but they don't fluctuate now from they achieve something, they get really happy, and then they go back down. Mm. Now, they just stay from if they don't achieve their goals, how do they feel? Peaceful. Mm. They just feel peaceful. Everything is cool. When they achieve their goals, how do they feel? Ecstatic, excited, mm. super, super, super happy and blissful. So they fluctuate between that. They don't drop down to I achieved my goals, so I'm super happy. Let's go pop some bottles and celebrate, and then <laughs> let's set another goal. Okay, mm. a week later, oh, we're not, we're behind, man. We're, we're not doing good, man. Fuck, fuck, we need it all. Oh, we need to do this and do this and do this. And now they're back down here. Mm. And then three months later, they maybe they hit that goal again. Oh, right, we're feeling good again. And then, oh, man, there's a new goal and this new goal is really tough. We're super yeah. stressed again. Mm. And they keep doing this in their life, but they don't need to. Now they just go from here to here. Here is normal, peace, you know, feeling okay, mm-hmm. neutral, mm. you know, and this is excited. They don't go down, you know, this doesn't mean that we will be perfect human beings. We'll never experience any anger and, you know, freaking depression or sadness. Things will happen. You know, it's like, we're quote human, but I don't like that because when people say I'm human, that's like saying you're weak because you're human, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm human. Therefore I'm going to do stupid shit because I'm human. Nah, man, Mm that's not the thing. We're not, it's natural to go ahead and feel these things sometimes, mm. but we're constantly feeling like negative emotions all the time. We're constantly yeah. stressed. There's an issue, you know, mm-hmm. and people will start to fluctuate through here. And once in a while, they get down here, things happen. But yeah. guess what though? They can bounce back up. Mm. They don't stay down here. They bounce back up because their energy is used to being here and here. They're used to floating here. Their pipelines are completely open. So when they experience something really bad, they drop down, maybe because it's that bad, but they bounce back up really quickly. Mm. Versus most people stay so low and they only bounce up through some special events and they stay back down. They're all fluctuating here. Mm. You know? That's incredible, man. I think um, I, I think I got a bit of a taste of, of what you're describing there because um, over the past year, I've been meditating and I've been trying to train my brain to, to not think, you know, those thoughts. And I've been putting thoughts in perspective is thought, just exactly what you said. Thought is just a thought. It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't define you. It can just go away at any moment. And I was able to get to that point where I was not just, I was not thinking, I didn't have any thoughts for just maybe a few seconds. It was just only a few seconds and I felt eternal bliss. It was just incredible. It was a great experience. But then obviously my thoughts came back in yeah. and oh, you know, then I have to try and, you know, train it again. But, but that few seconds when I just didn't have anything, anything to think about when I let go, it was just, it was just incredible. I, I remember I was just sitting on the train and um, I was just meditating 
And then um, it didn't matter what people were talking about, but I just wasn't thinking. I just, I was just absent-minded and um, my brain was just completely clear and I just felt incredible happiness just sitting on the train, right? So, and I think um, what you said there is uh, you, you've you like, you're focusing on this full-time. There's not a lot of people that's doing this. You, you're, you're going in with full-time. You're, you're experimenting with the, you know, the energy and um, it's really fascinating what, you, what you're describing it. And, and I think, you know, what you're offering to the world is going to be absolutely incredible because I think a lot of people, they're just so busy with the, you know, day-to-day life. You know, they're so busy with the, with the job, the stress of the job, and they're not, they don't have time to think about these type of things, but you're, you're already out there and you, you're past, you're way beyond the whole, you know, day-to-day thing. You're, you're, you're trying to find ways to improve yourself mentally as well. So I think, yeah, what you said there is absolutely incredible, man. I can't wait to, to check out what, what you've got next, man. <laughs> so yeah, are you putting something together soon? Or? Well, you know, in the, in the process right now, Yeah, in the nice, process, nice. Yeah. you know, people, people are really caught up in the day-to-day thing and I don't expect them to walk away from, it, yeah. you know, I had the opportunity to walk away because I, I built a company. And so, you know, I had a chance to go ahead and sell it and make and make some money and be okay for a while. Yeah, yeah. However, so, so then, but so I, I realized that. So that's why it's like, okay, you know, I, there's all these books and all this stuff about the right way to do it, but it's not, that doesn't work. It's not the most practical. People can't go to an ashram and just leave their life and, or they can't just do a 10 day Vipassana and sit there and not say anything forever. It's like, no, they got lives to live. Mm. So I realized though, but if somebody can do their daily life and they only had a focus on one thing and they just did that one thing every day and it accomplishes a whole bunch of other, their goals, their other goals too, all within this one thing. And that's it. They don't do anything else. They just do that one thing. Then they're able to do it. They don't have to leave their leave their jobs. They don't have to leave their country. They don't have to change their life. They just do that one thing. Mm. And that one thing is doing a practice every single day. So you're talking about you're talking about silencing your thoughts through meditation. Yeah. So this is how our thoughts stop. Before I was doing the same thing. Meditating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I started off five minutes. Five minutes felt like eternity. Oh, oh my no. god. You know, I, I Chasing after every thought, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I thought my timer was broken. I, I said, my timer, I go, and you get frustrated for nothing. Like a minute and a half. <laughs> Dang, it's not broken. Okay, right, right. It's 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 working fine. Yeah. And then I think, oh, maybe it timed out. Nope. It didn't and then you start thinking about something so else that happened. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> nuts, nuts. So that I focused on it too. You know, to try and silence my mind. Yeah. I realized that the way, the way our mind silences is just like this. The energy in our body. If the energy in our body is fast, if it's moving really, really fast, and it's very chaotic, boom, 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 moving all over the place, the way that you can tell when somebody's doing that is that they are fidgeting and doing all this, this weird movements for no apparent reason. And they're constantly looking around. They can't seem to pay their attention to you. You ever see somebody, they're like this, you talk to them, they're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they blink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. They got something, yeah. And you're like, (laughs) what's wrong with this guy? (laughs) Are are you winking at me or what's up, you know? So when the energy in their body is chaotic, you know, and moving around super fast, our thoughts are resembling mirroring the same thing. 
boom, 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 one thing after another. Okay. And so with meditation, what we're doing is we're sitting there and we're calming down the energy. Our energy would eventually calm down the longer we sit there, you know, because it's like a, it's like a car that we turn off the engine, but it's still rolling. So it'll still roll, just like we sit there and we stay still and it'll still chat. Mm. But it's only a matter of time before this car comes to a complete stop. And our thoughts, the same way we sit there, eventually it'll start to slow down until it stops. Mm. So here's the thing. If somebody, if somebody had one hour every day and they were going to go ahead and just meditate for one hour every day, it would be tremendous for them. It would be awesome. Mm. Right. But here's the thing though. Somebody, if they had that one hour, what else do they want to do with that one hour? Let's say people have busy lives, which they do, you know, if that one hour they used to, um, they used to work out in that one hour, they want to go ahead and stretch in that one hour. They want to go ahead and play some sports and be active. They have other things that they want to do in that one hour. So it becomes this opportunity cost, this trade-off thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So if they just sat there, it would work. But mm -hmm. they want to go to the gym because they want to have a nice body. So they go, you know what? Ah, oh, man, you know, well, maybe I'll just meditate a little bit and go to the gym. Or I'll just meditate once or twice a week. Or I stop work working out and I just meditate. And then now they get flabby. And now they're not happy. So now they're trying to stop their thoughts, but all their thoughts are is, man, I'm flabby. Oh my God. Can't believe I let myself go like this. I need okay. to start working out again. Mm. So, but there are other ways to get our energy to calm down and slow down. You see, when we get our energy to go ahead and calm down and slow down, our mind slows down and stops. Okay. So in my practice, what I do is we're doing all these different moves, but the entire practice is if I had to go ahead and, and look at one thing to focus on, mm. it would be to be calm and relax. That's it. Be calm and Everything relax. Okay. practice is about being calm and relaxed. So I'm here doing pull-ups. I'm here doing burpees. I'm here doing jumps. I'm focusing on being calm and relaxed. Mm. Why? Well, when we have the intention to be calm and relaxed, now we are able to create it. But if we don't have the intention for something, we can do the same action that can create it, but we won't create it. Our intention drives the results and our intention drives what it is that we create. And so when we were doing this practice and we are focusing on being calm and relaxed, the actual practice itself is also to go ahead and get more calm and relaxed from the stretching to the breathing and all these things. Mm. There are a few different principles that we focus on. Okay. One, the first one is being calm and relaxed, tense only what is needed in order to do the action and relax everything else. Mm. So let's say we're sitting here, right? And we're having, we're having a podcast, we're chilling and talking. Do we need to tighten up our apps? No. Probably not, yeah. right? Um, do we need to tighten up our shoulders? No. Don't need to do uh, right? Do we need to tighten up our jaw? Right? Do we need to tighten up our back? I mean, we're all we're sitting down, hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's only a certain amount of, like, areas that we need to be tense on, right? And then everything else, we can just kind of relax. Because every time when we tighten up something, it uses energy. Mm. It's, it's a, it drains us. Like sit there right now. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I want relax. You to go ahead right. and, so I want you, I want you to sit there right now and actually 
flex, flex both of your, flex your right leg. My left, push your right, right leg? leg to the ground, right? Okay, yep. Uh-huh, so now push your right leg to the ground, right? Yep. And then now go ahead and flex your chest together, right? Okay. So just start, squeeze your chest together. Yep. All right, so now we're just gonna go in extreme tension. So now, <laughs> we can still sit here and talk, and eventually we can kind of get to like, we're locking our muscles, and we're just kind of chilling and still talking. It starts to become natural over time. Yeah. We can still do what we're doing right now, which is talking. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's draining our energy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I can, yeah. And, and it's also affecting my thoughts as right. well. It's getting uncomfortable and, um, yeah, just I'm yeah. having unhappy thoughts right now because I'm just all tense and stuff, right? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a simple thing, right? And so people are naturally operating with tension throughout their body. Mm. And a lot of them don't even realize it. And so number one is they are constantly using more energy than necessary to do everything, anything and everything. Number two is now they are restricting, they're pushing down their emotions. They're not able to keep rise up in emotions because their energy is not able to flow. Mm. When their body's tense, you can't have it flow, you know? And now what happens if someone does this for a long time? Their posture starts to change. Yeah, true. Now you got people with these different weird postures and stuff, and then that becomes normal. Now and then down their muscles start to develop in that way to reinforce it. So number one is to go ahead and be calm and relaxed. So we can teach our bodies how to be able to let go. When we teach our bodies how to let go of tension, what happens is if we get stressed and we tense up at that moment. We can literally let it go on the spot right away. Mm. We don't have to talk about it, or do anything. We literally just let it go on the spot. We don't have to move. Nobody can even tell you're doing it. Mm. You know, mm. you just simply just relax in your body because we have that control now in our muscles. We just, it's like our muscles like this. Oh, let's just let it go. It's gone. Mm. Oh, it got tense up. Let it go. It's gone. Like we can control it. But just like bodybuilding, if you don't know how to how to control that muscle, you don't practice on it. You can't get a muscle to fire. Mm-hmm. You can't get your chest to bounce until you start to work on that muscle. You can't get your last to flare out. You can't do all these things yeah. until you start to learn how yeah. that muscle mind connection. So it's the same idea. Okay. We can't get our bodies to relax, let go until we practice it. Wow. Until then, we have no control over the relaxation of it. So then by default, our muscles stay really tense. Why? Because every time when we get stressed, every time we have a negative emotion, our natural response is to tense up. Mm. Why? Because when that happens, our body is responding through fight or flight. Mm, you see? True. And mm. do you, when, you're fight, when, you're, when you're in a fight or flight mode, your you muscles need to be tense. Because yeah, yeah. you're ready to do one of two things, and both of them involve running or fighting both involves tension. Mm. So when someone's like, hey man, fuck you. Mm. Automatically tense up because you're about to do one or two things, you know? So this tension response is a very natural response. Mm. Nobody needs to teach us how to do that. We will naturally do it ourselves. It's a mechanism in our body. It allows It's for survival, so it's needed. Yep. But here's the thing though, when we are constantly doing that in a perfect world, if we, are, if we are totally relaxed and we tense up, then when the danger is gone, when we're not angry anymore, 
we go back to a normal relaxation. Mm-hmm. Everything is cool. But here's what happens. We get tense, and instead of dropping all the way down, we drop down to here. And then we get tense, and we drop down to here. And there's this gap here. We're not at the default state of full relaxation. We're a little above it. Now that, now over time, every year, every day, and eventually, the same things, it doesn't drop. We don't drop down anymore because our mm-hmm. body is now used to the stress. Now this thing, this, this event that used to get us stressed and then now back down, we're always stressed now. Mm-hmm. So now somebody's yelling at us all the time. Nope. Who cares? <laughs> this person yelling at me, right? So it goes, come on, man. We got to do this, man. Dude, are you, are you, are you pay attention. Oh, oh, I got it. You're so used to this environment. You're like, you're thinking, oh, everything's cool. But in reality, what actually happens is somebody stays so stressed that it doesn't bother them anymore because they're always at this state now. Mm-hmm. So now something else gets them really stressed. They're like, whoa, I'm stressed. Okay, cool. All right, that thing is gone. Let me go back down to normal. But normal is stress. They don't go back down to here anymore. They stay here. This is what we call the sympathetic nervous system constantly firing. Mm. This is what we call default state of fight or flight. Okay. And this is also what we call sickness and diseases. Mm. You see, this is what we call mental disorders. Here, people need to get back down to here to where they're back into their natural state, what I call natural state, because we're not supposed to be stressed and and tense all the time. We Mm -hmm. should be relaxed when we are able to be relaxed when there's nothing going on, Mm -hmm. you know? But most people are not that, they're always here. They fluctuate between a low end of stress and a very, very high end of stress and they bounce around. So when they get to here, they go, everything is normal again. Mm -hmm. And here, I'm stressed. But then what happens, same thing right? Let's say they keep doing this until eventually this, this becomes their normal state of being. Yeah, true. And then the pattern continues. Why? You know, let's say, let's say, you know, I've I've never been a soldier. So if I go into, you start seeing people die everywhere. It's it's crazy, right? Mm. Not from the movie. It's real life now. So let's say I'm at this normal state of stress. Now I go out to war. I go out into army training. They yell at you, slap at you, all this stuff. Boom. Stress is high. Why? Because they're mm-hmm. prepping you so you don't get killed out there. So now, but we're able to now deal with this high stress because we're so used to it. We're getting our body used to it. So now this is normal. So now there's all this crazy stuff happening. Everything's okay. I'm able to think. I mean, everything is cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm used to it, you know? So now there has to be something crazier to actually spike me up. That's what they do. So this way they can get people used to the environment, all that stuff. So... What happens now is somebody is super stressed and they're super tense. They don't know what this feels like. They have no idea. It's been so long. Mm. Yeah, they, you can, if you ask them, are you relaxed? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty relaxed. They don't even know what this relaxed feels like. So they go, yeah, I'm relaxed because this is normal and you can't see the screen, but if I was to go higher, that is yeah. stress. Yeah. You know? So this is normal, but this is stress. But when I get to here, and I'm super, super, super angry. I'm about to kill somebody. Oh, I'm stressed. Here, I just talk shit all the time and I blame everybody. But that's cool. That's just normal. Mm. That's what happens to people. So you got people like Wim Hof with breathing and ice and all this stuff. He's doing exactly the same thing that we're talking about right now. Mm. Exactly the same thing. It's just a different method. 
He uses ice. Awesome, awesome method. It works. It's legit. Wow. You know, it forces it forces the body to go ahead. It opens up. It forces the body to contract. And then when you get out of the ice, everything freaking opens up. It's legit. It works. Mm. And the breathing, same thing. The only the only thing is, if somebody doesn't have ice available, they can go to an event and it will be awesome. But if they don't have ice available, what do they do? A cold shower is not cold enough. Mm. You know, you need to really, really drop in. The breathing is legit, mm. you know, but there's more, right? So, but he's doing the same thing, you know, and then you got all this other stuff. You got Dr. Joe Dispenza doing the same thing, changing the feeling, changing all that through meditation. And so I'm looking at it. I'm like, well, you know, I'm a fitness guy. I love to work out. Mm. How do I go ahead and accomplish what everybody's trying to accomplish? you know, but at the same time, be able to aesthetically look good and be able to have the athletic performance without spending more time. Because when I first started this, after I left six back shortcuts, I started looking to see how I could recreate this for everybody else. Mm. My practice was four hours every day, Mm. four hours long. Yeah. And it worked, but it was four hours and actually it didn't even work as well as right now but it still was pretty good. And I was like, man, you know, there's gotta be a, a, another way to do this, you know? And then, so I kept looking at it and I started combining moves together. I started shaving off things. I started simplifying. I started understanding the deeper principles. And so finally, the thing that we're talking about is what has been condensed over almost five years now of every day studying this, every day experimenting, every day talking to so many people and taking all these bits and pieces and trying to find the fundamental principles. If somebody tells me something I've never heard before, then we see how that fits in. Because mm. if it's the truth, it will fit in. It may just fit in from a different perspective, you know? And what I realized now, that's why my practice is one hour long. And it allows me to stay lean, allows me to stay muscular, mm. allows me to be able to be flexible, allows me to be athletic, and it allows me to teach my body how to relax so I can silence my thoughts. So yeah. I can just be in peace all the time, you know? And it does all of that in one hour. Mm. and that's why i'm like Shh. and it's the most simplest thing and another thing is you don't even have to change it up i do the same one hour practice every single day wow. every day same stuff so over time it's like brushing your teeth and taking a shower you can do it without thinking about it your body literally remembers how to do it so well to where you are absent-minded you don't even have to think about it so now when somebody is constantly doing these moves that's helping them be strong and relaxed and yeah. flexible and all this stuff. You don't have to think about it. Just like it becomes so easy. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like how easy it is to go and take a shower and brush your teeth. Like, you know, it's like, you're not going to do this. It's so easy. Yeah. And whatever is easy becomes a habit. Mm. Mm. If something was really difficult, it'd be kind of tough to do, you know? But something that's easy, we do it more often. And if somebody is, if it's a habit, now somebody can do it every day. Mm. And if somebody does it every day, their body will naturally adapt and change. Their energy will constantly stay open. They don't have to, they don't have to even have the intention now to do it. It's going to happen on its own because they're literally doing the practice that is designed for that. And that's what I realized. So I'm like, how do we make people like actually be able to get results? Because I know it's not about the workout programs. It's not about all this stuff. The biggest thing is habits. People literally don't have the habit to train. 
Mm. And that's why they get in shape and they get out of shape and they get in shape and they get out of shape. But they have to stay consistent. But consistency is one of the biggest hurdles. It's like the hurdle for getting in shape. It's mm. not, I mean, you can do bodybuilding, you can do CrossFit, you can do calisthenics, you can do freaking gymnastics, you can go ahead and swim five miles a day. You can do all this stuff and your body will be in good shape. It'll look different, but you'll still be healthier than not doing anything. Mm. You know, you'll still be athletic. It's just depending. It's just we got to be able to do it every day. Mm. Whatever successful people got successful habits. Healthy people got healthy habits. Mm. It's all about the habits. But how do we create the habit? You know, and everybody's like motivation, and all this stuff. It's like yes, but how do we go ahead and make it so it's the easiest possible? And I realized one of the biggest things to make it as easy as possible is to get someone to do the same thing every day. Mm. Because they do the same thing. It's just it, it's it's redundant. Somebody don't have to think anymore. Law of repetition. Yep. Their body literally gets used to doing the same thing. And so, like I was saying earlier, if I tell somebody to do something, I'm not going to do something else. And that's why I don't do other things. I literally just do the practice. And besides that, I do other things that is exactly in the practice. Yeah. Part two of the practice is doing push-ups and pull-ups and dips and squats and all the all 12 exercises, basically. Mm. I just do more of those things if I want to build more muscle. Yeah. Or if I'm tight, I sit and I'll just stretch and I'll just do the same thing. So I don't do anything extra. Like once in, I'll, once in a while, I'll join a yoga class, like maybe once every few months. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm better than half over most of the people in there. Mm. I don't even do yoga, but it's not, <laughs> you know, it's not about that. It's about just being so consistent. So I stay flexible and just all this stuff. That's the key, man. And mm-hmm. that's why like I'm now I'm sharing with these people and letting people know people don't do that because they think they're not going to get results. Mm. I think I got to change it up. It's all that marketing, you know. Yeah, that that that's your gift, man. Like from you know from watching your videos and also practicing your you know six pack shortcuts program, like you you're you're just a natural teacher. Like you're really good at getting the information, getting rid of all the crap, and just synthesizing it down to just the core fundamentals, and explaining it so well that you know you can just easily understand that you're naturally motivating and I, i've read lots of reviews about you where people say you know he's a natural motivator he is a great personal trainer and and i think that's you know that's your gift man like you're really good at teaching people the physical side of it but now you're moving into like you know you've reached the physical limits and now you're moving on to like the 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 spiritual limits right and i just can't wait until you release like this next thing well yeah it's it's gonna be incredible man it's gonna be phase four mindset right so um i think it's going to be absolutely incredible man like i can't wait to so and and like the thing is you know the the next thing is nothing even fancy man all it is is a online training it's joining it's having people join me on a morning practice let's just do it online let's do it together yeah i i i came up with this accountability system okay it's it's really it's really awesome it's super simple okay you know how do you go ahead and get somebody to be accountable? You know, let's say you and I, we become workout partners. Let's go work out together. So yeah. how do I know if you're going to work out where, you know, I see you, you're right there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, but how do you do it connecting with everybody else in the world? So I thought about this really simple idea. Okay. All we do is to go ahead and there's something called proof of practice. And all it is, is when someone does their practice, they film it on the time-lapse. They just put their phone down, lean against the wall, or they can get a tripod or they can put it against a cup. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need to look good. It doesn't need to have a nice angle. It's filmed on time-lapse or basically a high speed. Okay. So if somebody was to go ahead and do a 60-minute practice, it would the clip would be like 30 seconds. 
And all of the all of the purpose of this is to serve as proof that they did it. Okay. So all they do is go ahead and send it in. They'll send it into the group. And I'll look at it and I go, okay, awesome. You did it. Cool. Let's keep on going. Every day, that's all you got to do. Do your practice and send in the proof. So now it keeps them accountable. I can't just go ahead and cheat and say, oh, yeah, I did it. I did 60. Really, you only did like 40. Or, hey, I did seven. You only did like freaking three minutes. Or, hey, I, yeah, I did it. Damn, I feel bad for lying. Yeah. No, now you can't lie, motherfucker. You got to yeah. freaking send that in. <laughs> now, I got proof, yeah. You know, and so, okay. yeah, it's just, it's just proof. But you know what it doesn't do? It doesn't give room for judgment. It doesn't give room for competition, analyzation, to compare. Why? Because it's so fast. You can't see what's going on. They're just waving their arms around. It's yeah. so fast. You can't see. All you know is that they're, they're moving. They're doing the thing. Yeah, the moves yeah. are so fast. You can't really tell. But here's the thing. Like, when we do that, the only thing that we care about now is what we're basically saying is that if you did it, good job. Good job, man. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you showed up and you just did it, it doesn't matter if how good you did. It doesn't matter if you did good or did bad or if you did this amount of repetition or it doesn't matter. If you did it, great job. And the reason that we do it that way is so this way it takes them out of their mind. It starts to eliminate fear. So many people are fear of judgment. Yeah, yeah. People are constantly so self-conscious about themselves. And so therefore, like when they're exercising, when they're doing a practice, they're competing against all of these people. They're looking around. They're in a room. They're looking around. They're like, oh, man, am I doing it better than this person? I need to push harder and all this stuff. It's so hard and I'm struggling. This is not what I'm comfortable with, but I need to go ahead and keep face, right? So this way I can keep, I'll just keep going harder and harder, thinking that's going to be good. You know what it does is it creates a negative association to the practice because now they're suffering. They're in pain. They're uncomfortable. So imagine somebody that has to do something uncomfortable every single day. Mm. like it sucks you know yeah like why was somebody like it's only a matter of time before they stopped because every time somebody has to do something uncomfortable they don't really want to do it but they force themselves to do it Mm. and if we force ourselves to do it number one nobody wants to be forced to do anything you know we don't want to be forced we want to just do it ourselves we want to do things that make us happy we want to do things that are fun that's enjoyable so if we make the practice enjoyable by having the philosophy of not needing to compare, compete, and all that stuff, and not even comparing to ourselves from before. I don't need to compare to myself from yesterday mm. because my best is changing at every moment. Every moment. If I go ahead and drink this cup of coffee, and then after five minutes, my stomach starts to hurt. Now, the way I'm talking to you, the, my energy will change. Yeah, it'll change. And yeah. suddenly, my best is not going to be here, it's going to be here. Right. Mm. And so therefore, should I beat myself and go, damn, cool, I should have ate that. I should have drank that yeah. coffee, man. Man, who left that coffee? Oh, I've been sitting <laughs> overnight, blah, 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 and all this complaining and all this stuff. Mm. What for? You know, it's like, so our best changes. I don't get enough sleep. And suddenly when I do the practice, I'm not as strong, right? I'm tired or I worked my ass off yesterday. And now yeah. I'm so sore. I can't do half of it. So now suddenly I got a bad practice. It doesn't make sense. When we let go of all of that and we simply just go and know I'm always doing my best and therefore whatever I'm doing is okay. Mm. Now we're able to go ahead and accept anything that we do. At the same time, 
we're able to go ahead and just pursue what it is we want to do. Mm. Some people go, well, if I accept it, how can I go ahead and have the desire to do better? If I'm okay with status quo, if I'm okay with what I have, what would I, what was striving me to get more? Yeah. Well, simple. You want to go ahead and get more because there's got to be some reason and it can't, if it's not coming from a lack, mm. maybe it's coming from abundance instead. You want to go ahead and help people. So how do you help people? You go ahead and provide the service, you provide this product. And then, so when you help people, what happens? In return, you get more. If I want to go and help people get in better shape and I go, well, if I want to help people get better shape and I build my body to look good, so this way I can inspire them to get in good shape. Now here's my motivation to build a better body so I can inspire those people mm. versus I need to build a better body because I'm not good enough. I'm not, I need to build a body, better body so this way people can respect me more. Mm. I need to build a better body so this way uh, women will find me more attractive. So this way I don't, I don't look like this, this fat, sloppy person. Mm. On the outside, they just see a person building a better body. But the intention, completely different. Mm. And so these principles like that is to go ahead and build, rebuild somebody's mind, rebuild somebody's belief in the way that they approach fitness and all the, also how they approach life. We just use it as fitness because it would help them actually become consistent and build a habit of doing the practice. But when somebody gets used to not judging themselves in their practice, now they get used to not judging themselves out in everyday life. Mm. Now they go, I don't need to judge myself in the way I look tonight or my shirt's a little wrinkled. I don't, enough, I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. all good. I, I didn't have enough time to get it ironed, so this is the best that I can do. Cool. You know, I go into this meeting, but my performance wasn't the best because, you know, I didn't get that much sleep last night. Mm. I've got a three-year-old that was crying all night. I had to deal with that. So then this is the best I can do. Mm. It's okay. I'm cool. Right. Versus people beating themselves up all the time and feeling guilty and all that stuff. Just there's no need. Man, you know? So there's a big that, ripple effect to all of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, going back, though, but that's so this this proof of practice, all somebody will do is just send it in. And what that do is going to go ahead and motivate other people in the group that sees it. And at the same time, it keeps everybody accountable. It works because I've been doing it also for myself. Yeah. And I, there are days where I would have skipped last the past Sunday. I was about to not do a practice. We were going to go out and hang out yeah, and all yeah. this stuff. And I wake up and I tell my girl, Natalia, I'm like, hey, babe, I need to go and send in my proof of practice. You know, I'm going to do a seven minute. You know, do you mind? She's like, no, no, I don't mind. I'm like, okay, cool. I okay, got cool. up. I freaking did it really quick. Send it out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you have like the, um, oh. the, M the M100s version of this one? You know, the intensity version. <laughs> that was intense, that one. Yes. You know, the, the, the quick one, let's, let's do a quick one before we go out. <laughs> so, oh, man. This is, uh, it's, uh, it, can, it can be equally as yeah, intense. Yeah. There's, one, there's, there's, we, there's one section in the second part of the practice where you're jumping constantly. Incredible. And so you're just okay. freaking like. They just like. <laughs> <laughs> just like straight up like jumping. Like nonstop like this for one minute. Oh my God. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, like how many people can just keep jumping? You know? Uh, you can't, you can't do like, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's like. Oh and so, so what, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's like <laughs> pretty intense on some areas. 
Oh man, that's oh okay. So, well, how long? You gotta, you... you gotta try it, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna 100% do it. All right. <laughs> Send in the proof of practice to me. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, Share it on. Put it on your stories and then tag me, dude. And I'll and I'll go ahead and feature you on my stories. Yeah. You I'm know, and just get it. people sending it in. So this way, people start to build this accountability. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm really excited. I can't wait. Um. So so when's it gonna come out, man? Like, uh, you're still building it, right? It's gonna be online. And you're still yeah. building it? Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, open outline. Yeah. In the process, in the process right now, okay. you know, figuring out all the all the logistics. But yeah, so until then, it's like I want people just to send it to me. Yeah. Just film it on time lapse, put it on a hyperlapse, you know, whatever high speed option, yeah. send it over to me. Yeah. This way it's like just get people get people moving, get people doing it. Yeah. You know, and just start to build a habit. Because in reality, it's like I don't like this membership. You know, it's going to be paid. People are going to pay to join this membership. They'll be part of this community and stuff. We're going to be doing yeah. all this stuff together. Yeah. But even if they don't join it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, the workouts are, the workouts are free. I, yeah. I post them on YouTube. We're about to finish editing this other version. I'm posted yeah. out there. People will just sit and they'll just watch the whole entire thing. Like, that's exactly what it is. I'm not going to make up all this other workouts. I've got a lot of workouts. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not telling people you need to do all this stuff. Just do the same thing that I do every single morning that I'm posting every single morning. Just do that. Yeah. And that's it. You want to build more chest? Just do more push-ups, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. push-ups is one of the moves that we do. It's so so simple, you know? You just it's that's it. And so I don't do anything. I don't go and bench press and all this stuff. It's like if I'm going to build if I'm going to build a bigger chest, then I'm just going to do harder variations on push-ups. Yeah. You know, yeah. or do dips. You know, so it's just so I'm just getting people like I don't want people to go and wait. I want people to go and get started now. Mm. I don't want people to go open. Oh, let me wait two months until this program comes out so I can start. Nah, dude, start yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, um, yeah. yeah, I think I heard. I also heard that you said that you're actually going out there and you're trying to find people who, um, are really you know intuitive into like all of the the mindset and um, they're not marketers or anything, but they're all. You know, highly enlightened, but it's hard to reach these type of people. Is that right? And you're trying to collect all this information. Yeah, these people like you. You're, you don't see them online or anything, but they're people that's experimenting with everything that you're talking about, and um, and you're trying to bring that message out there to the world. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's I did a lot of that over the years. Yeah, man. you know, and I still continue to all the time. Yeah. So this way, one aspect is I'm learning and I'm. I'm learning. I'm connecting with these people. There are, there's so much great information these people have. And I find that, but not all of them know how to, how to um, share it with everybody, mm. but it's, it's so good. I just wish it can be spread out, you know, spread to the world. So this way, every, everybody knew so much is information. It's like people will be so empowered, mm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so, but yeah, but I do it all the time. Like here in Bali is one of those places, especially in Abud, not just in the entire Bali. Abud is like the place Nibud, okay. for people that are interested in consciousness, interested in healing, interested in, in yoga and spirituality. There are so many people out there and I learn a lot from people. Hmm. And I open my house, you know, to people to come by every morning 7 30 a.m monday through friday oh, it. it's free people just come by you know 
And so we just practice and I run to all kinds of awesome people, you know, and it's just a way to build community and it's a way to go ahead and just share the practice with people and just Mm. have a place where we can do it together, you know? But yeah, I I talked to, I talked to a lot of those people. There's so much awesome stuff to share and I've learned so much from people, Mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you're staying in Bali. Um, you're not you're gonna live there permanently or anything, or like because you know um, people will be flying over. And, uh, don't know. Not sure yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for now. You know, this is definitely home base. But I do a little traveling. Like I'll be going to uh, uh, Switzerland for Christmas and New Year's. Nice, nice. And then during that time, uh, I'm gonna also stop by uh, Paris yep. to go see a to go see a friend. You know, this guy, Alex, he has a YouTube channel. He's awesome. He does freaking yeah. all these, like, we vibe really good. Uh, dude, let's go up there. We'll make <laughs> oh, some videos. He's a funny dude. Uh, so, yeah. That's so, I definitely travel, but this is home base. Yeah. 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 Man, I love what you're doing, man. Um, I really appreciate your time. How, how can, by the way, uh, how can people get in contact with you, by the way? Uh, we've gone way over time, man. But, yeah, this is great stuff. You know, oh, sweet. Man, so. Yeah, um, yeah. They can check out my videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um, the channel is just called Mike Chain. And if they want to contact me, best way right now is to go to my Instagram, Mike Chain Official, and yeah. they can just send me a DM. Okay. You know, and so I get a lot of DMs every day. I personally, I'm the one messaging all that stuff. So yeah. that's probably the best way to do it for now. I'm gonna be launching a site soon. You know, and until then, that will be the best way. That's awesome. Awesome, man. Look, um, Mike, I really appreciate your time today. Um, it's a true honor to, to interview you and uh, to finally get to meet you in person. And, and I'm really excited to see, you know, the, the, the next thing that you've got out there as well. And I can, you know, I can see the aura that you've got, you know, you're definitely on another level, man. And um, I know that, yeah, you're going to be impacting the world once okay. again. Uh, you did it, you know, 10 years ago, and you're going to be doing it for the rest of your life. And um, <laughs> yeah, you're going to change lives, man. I just can't wait to see it. So yeah, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. No worries. Thanks. Thanks.